Turn out the Glock to stand Salty Dog Sports. It is May 4th, 2018. You guys are listening to the NBA edition. All right. So we switched it up a little bit for you. We got two podcasts now. Me and Jay the Gray are here this hey, week. Hey. Yeah. So, you know, what, what do we know best? You know, I feel like we know basketball and football pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Well versed in it. And uh, we thought, you know, maybe you guys get a better experience, get a nice little half hour each, get to hear what you want. And hopefully, this is what you want. Hopefully, NBA is what you want right now. Oh, definitely. It's playoff time, baby. It's playoff time. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to go ahead and start in the West. Golden State Warriors, man. They're up 2-0 against the Pelicans. Steph Curry's back. He's looking to start tonight. Um, Do you think the Warriors are going to sweep? Before Game 2, I would have thought the Warriors were beatable, maybe. But Steph he came back it. and he was Steph. Like no rust, no at, rust all. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So Stainless Steel. Uh, I don't think New Orleans takes a game. They played their best game in game two and they still got beat. So So if you are the Pelicans, like what's your game plan? Are you are you even worried about you know who are you not trying who are you just letting score? Well with the Warriors, I don't think it's so much you let one player score or the other. If it's anybody, I'm sagging off of Draymond. I'm making him shoot threes. If he beats me with a three, then that's what it is. But yeah, I, I, I as far as that. players that I'm allowing to shoot, that's going to be the one. But the There's way to so beat many. them, I think, would be to you got to slow the game down because Golden State gets moving in transition and and splashing threes left and right. You got to make it half court. You got to a half court game. Slow it down. They need to pound the ball in inside with Anthony Davis and. Get to the free throw line. If you don't get to the free throw line against this team and slow the game down, get easy buckets, you're not going to beat them. You're not going to outshoot them. And you're going to need, like, MVP performances out of Anthony Davis. You're going to need him yeah, down low dominating, maybe causing some foul trouble for some of them. He's got to be – he's got to get Draymond in foul trouble. He's got to get – Somehow get KD and somehow get K. You got to attack KD defensively. You got to get him off the court because when him and Steph are on the court together, it's it's impossible. It's a problem. So you're thinking sweep? Yeah, four games. Do you think Curry is going to be warmed up enough to go on to the next round? Before maybe would have said no, but he took five weeks off and then dropped. He hung 28 points on the Pelicans off off the the bench. bench. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I'd say that he's going to be ready for whatever. Yeah, and uh, you know they're going to be going on to face either Houston or uh, Utah or Utah. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting series there. Um, Utah stole game two. They did. Um, Ingles, yeah, played. A, Ingles played the game of his life. Game of his the life. He'll never. Shoot. He's a good shooter, but not that good. Yeah, he was cashing threes <laughs> out there. Ten thirteen from the field. Insane. Yeah. Um, you see Utah hit 15 threes, Houston hit 10, but they shot a bad percentage. And I think, I think that's what plays into this loss is the fact that Houston just couldn't shoot a good percentage. They had a bad shooting night. 
I feel bad for Utah because if you're if you're a Houston or a Houston fan, you're gonna blame it on the lack of energy or that we just didn't hit our shots. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, they just overlooked this team and it bit them. They let yeah. everybody get hot and then they finally decided to play, but it was too late because Ingles was already four for four from three and yeah, they were already smoking. So yeah, and then late game, you know, sometimes I watch Houston and late game. Sometimes I feel like they force shots. Mm-hmm. I feel like they force the three a lot, and they don't play defense. If you if you they don't get back in transition, yeah, they seemed a little bit lazy, lazy at home too. Like yeah. So if you're going into game three tonight, and you're in Utah and you're at Houston, are you feeling nervous at all? I don't think they're about nervous. The ener- I about think- the energy level, are they going to bring that same? Are they going to bring a higher intensity than Utah? I think they'll bring a high intensity level just because they kind of got punched in the mouth last game. They should have won the game. It was at home. They lost. Mm -hmm. And not because of anything special that Utah did. Utah just hit shots. They shot 51% from the field. They shot 47% from the three-point line. and But they turned the ball over 16 times, and you out-rebounded them. Like You did all the little things on paper, but you just didn't have energy and you didn't hit shots, and you still only lost by eight. Yeah. So I think that... Houston's gonna definitely bring some heat to start the game tonight. Yeah, it's definitely they might. I, this might be one of those forty-point first quarters for for Utah or for yeah. Houston. I mean, and if if somehow Utah pulls it off, what do you think contributes to that? How how are they pulling this off? Is it Donovan Mitchell? Because even when Donovan Mitchell isn't you know shooting you know a good percentage, I mean he's getting his points, but it's all Donovan it, Mitchell. What is he doing? He's getting assists. It's all Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, man. Um, he's, he's amazing. Have you ever seen a rookie with as much poise as this guy has? It's it's like he's already been in the league. It's like he's already been in the playoffs before. He knows what to do. And he's just got a blank face sometimes when he plays. Like he's, Nothing affects him. Nothing, nothing gets to him. Yes. He can have a terrible shot, and he, he is really good at having a short-term memory. Yeah. And yeah, who's no he going? other rookie's been asked to do what he's been asked to do. He went from just a primary scoring option to now he's asked to facilitate for everybody. And he can do it. I've seen him make some crazy. He made a really nice cross-court pass to uh, Angles. And he was running good high pick and rolls, too. Yeah. So I think that Donovan Mitchell, is that he is the key to that team. Without him, they're not successful. As good as Gobert is and as good as um, Ricky Rubio's been playing, he hasn't played this series, but as good as he's been playing. Do you think he's coming back? I, I don't know. I haven't really I looked haven't, into I haven't, his uh, I haven't seen as much about it, but... All I heard for sure is he's not going to play game three. So okay. he won't be here tonight, and they could use him back. I know yeah. that. They need his – he's sco- he's been a scorer this I do, playoffs. I do think Donovan Mitchell's better off the wing. Like, yeah, as far as for the team, you want him to just be that James Harden type player. Which he, is, he opened up the court for everybody. He did. Too. He did. He Angles really had wide he open surprised, threes. Surprised a lot of people because – the argument for rookie of the year, you know, people they go with Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons had a insane stat line, stat line this regular season, almost triple double. Yeah, and nice. a lot of and a big thing on Mitchell was, you know, he's just a scorer. He doesn't pass. He doesn't rebound. But it wasn't here he his is. Job. It wasn't his job. And now that it is his job, what is he doing? He's dropping ten assists in the past two games. Yep. So it was, it makes me think like. I think Ben Simmons is still going to win Rookie of the Year. 
because they because don't, it's a regular season. It's a regular award. season award, but right now Donovan Mitchell's rookie of the year is the best rookie in, in the, the playoffs. And it's funny because the top three, most people would say it. Mitch, it would say Simmons, Mitchell, and then there's like a toss up, but a lot of people would put Jason Tatum in there. Mm-hmm. They're all in the playoffs, and right now Mitchell's playing the best. Head and shoulders better than everybody else. And then Tatum is fighting with Simmons, especially in this series. Tatum's had really good numbers this playoffs, and up until this series, Simmons had. Yeah. But the most impressive thing to me is that Donovan Mitchell is doing it in the West. He had Paul George guarding him. He had Russell Westbrook guarding him in the first series. Now he's going so, against Chris Paul and James Harden. Toe-to-toe and, with the, with the yeah. best in the league. He's going blow-for-blow blow with the best position players in the league. What 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 do you think about these young players? You, your, your Mitchells, Tatum, Simmons, Embiid, Brown, Rozier. Like, is this the future? Is yeah, it's this, a new league. Is this, this, is this, league. Are these the, the core of – is this our LeBron and Melo and – Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch's, is that what this is? Exactly what it is. When That's, this, when that class leaves, when they retire, which isn't that far off as much as people want to hide, as much as LeBron, that cyborg, mm-hmm. tries to you know, keep hanging around, keep hanging around, act like it's not going to happen. LeBron's really the only he's exception. Really, he's the he's only not exception. hanging around. Yeah. He's not hanging around. LeBron's the only exception, though. Melo, he's fell, he's fell way off from Dwayne what he Wade. used to be. Dwayne Wade's not what he used to be. Chris Bosch had some sort of like yeah. Chris Bosch had a disease. We can't. Play. Does he have Crohn's? Is that what? It, what does he have? I don't know. I forget. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into something that. serious. But either way, this is the new. This class is the new. The next All Star class. Yeah. As a fan, I'd say this has been one of the the best NBA playoffs I've seen in a while. Round one was the best round I've seen in a while as far as first-round playoffs. This round, everything's kind of – everybody expects Golden State to win. I think Houston just got lazy, but I don't believe that series is going past six. Yeah. maybe It might not even get to six. It might be five. That might have been the only win the Utah's going to get. Yeah. So I expect – the West is set. I think there's – it's hard for me to say that it's not going to be Golden State-Houston in the Western Finals. Yeah. I don't think anyone else in the world is thinking that it's not going to be that. After the, I thought maybe after the poor show and the Cavs had against the Pacers that the Raptors were going to finally get over the hump. But it's Lebronto. Lebronto. Before we get into that, let's just jump to the East. We were talking Ben Simmons. So Boston, Philly. Boston's up 2-0. As a big Boston fan, I didn't see that coming. I did not think we were going to be up 2-0. I really thought... We can steal game one, one. one. Split. I was thinking we can win game one because they've been sitting down for a while. Mm-hmm. We're coming off a, a game seven momentum in Boston. I thought game one we could win. Game two, I was nervous, and they showed up barely. They, they, they showed were, up late, but they showed up. And no, I'm saying Sixers showed up. Oh, Sixers, and yeah, I was they scared. Showed up, but play. There's one the thing you game. know about if there's one thing about the Celtics this season is that you cannot count them out. They've been down big. Mm-hmm. And down, came back. A lot of a lot of comebacks. A lot of twenty point comebacks. Down players, down points. But I think down in general. I think we're lucky to win that game. And I think the person that we gotta thank for that is Ben Simmons. One point five turnovers. There's no aggression from him. This is a guy that people fear when he comes down the lane because he's such a big body. But this is not happening. 
Well, it didn't happen because of the way that they played him. They they almost demanded him to shoot. Mm-hmm. Al Horford was guarding him the vast majority of the time that he was on the floor, and he gave him 10 feet most of the time. Yeah. And then when he wasn't guarding him, you had Marcus Smart, which was just a completely opposite approach. Marcus Smart was all up in his grill. Yeah. So I think that it – It's confusing him. He got a bunch of different looks. I can live with the one point. I can't live with only taking four shots. You're one of the, you're that's probably the felt. number two option on that team. You got to take more than four shots. That's how I felt about Lonzo when he scored like one point that one yeah. time. He wasn't. He's, I struggle with it all year. You need to be, need to be aggressive because yeah. it's one thing to you got to shoot your way out of it. That's mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand. I understand why he didn't score because Boston set up a good strategy for him. Yeah. But if I'm him, I'm you gotta even if your jumper's broke, you gotta take it. If it's open, you gotta take the shot. You're an NBA player. Yeah. If someone's gonna give you even mid range, mm-hmm. they're they're leaving them open at the elbow. Yeah. Take the shot. An elbow shot is something any NBA player should be able to hit. Yeah. At least at least forty, fifty percent of the time. You gotta make them at least respect the fact that you can shoot that, whether it goes in or not. Whatever. You gotta yeah. make them step out. And we're looking at the Celtics here, and they got a multi. This past two games, just multiplayer effort. Six Every, players in double figures. Six players in double figures. This is almost the second game in a row where three players scored 20 or more. Mm-hmm. Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Rogier, Horford. Even got some Tatum, big minutes from Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe, Aaron Bain. Every player is playing the way they're supposed to be playing in a free way. And it's just clicking for them. Yeah. Without Kyrie. They have the second best ball movement in the league behind Golden State, probably. Yeah. Everybody touches it. They're probably the best defending team in the league. Yeah. Team defense, great. They they have good rotation. Um, they're not very good off the screen because I've seen many times in that game where um, uh, J.J. Reddick coming off screens – JJ's just tough though. That's hard to. JJ is probably the most moving player in the NBA. He never stops. But we're and we're looking back in the game like Sixers up twenty two. All right, Celtics start coming back. They're just chipping at the lead. And it's right before the half. No timeout by Brett Brown. Now I feel like if I'm seeing my team lose in transition, the they they got turnovers. They're not making baskets. The other teams, you know, making points off those. They're they're making them pay. I feel like you got to call a timeout to stop the momentum. Get the crowd out of it a little bit because the crowd was going crazy. Yeah, this they is were play going after play after play. At some point, you got to stop the momentum as a coach. I understand that approach to it, but it's not like that team – is without any veterans. J.J. Reddick's been to the playoffs. He's been in the league a long time. He's 33 years old. Mm-hmm. He he should have been the one to step up and say, hey, we're feeding into this fire. We're literally throwing gasoline on it. We're running down the court, jacking a three up in the first six seconds of the clock, getting long rebounds, leading to transition for them. Any any veteran or intelligent player would have been like, hey, we got to come down here. We got to run a play, get the ball into Embiid, Put him on the block, make him foul him, get an easy bucket. 
Yeah. And that's what you got to do. They didn't slow the slide. game down. Yeah, you didn't slow the game down. They fed into it. So I blame the players just as much as I blame Brett Brown not taking the timeout because you knew what they were trying to do and you just gave it to them. Yeah. If you would have been hitting the shots, yeah, I get it. Then they would have never came back. But you weren't hitting the threes. They weren't falling. After you missed three or four, you got to think, hey, they just cut this lead from 22 to 10. Maybe we should put the ball in the post and let Embiid do his thing. He's your best player. I kind of agree. Me, if I was a coach, I would be taking a timeout to tell my players that because they're not doing it. Yeah, they weren't doing it. So he's got to get in that aspect. He should have done it, but. How many timeouts are you willing to waste? Because you know they don't they carry over, you know, so they don't start I think, over at half. I think that timeout is crucial enough. It's is it is one to waste. Just waste that one. But then if it doesn't work, then you wasted a but timeout. You got, and, but you have half time coming up. You got time to talk to your players. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I could see that both ways. I feel like it's fifty fifty, both yeah. players and coaches' fault. So uh, game three Saturday in Philly. Um, What's the key, do you think, to for Philly winning this game? Yeah, I think it's Ben Ben Simmons needs to be more aggressive. They got to win this one. If they don't win this one, it's over. They're down 3-0. So they better bring it. They'll probably come out with a lot of energy like they did in game two. Um, ben Simmons has to take shots. He has to force the issue. Make or miss them, he's got to take them. Just let Embiid be in there, too, to see if he can get some offensive boards. Yeah, if you drive to the paint and Embiid's down there, you are gonna you should beat them on the glass. You should beat Boston on the glass. You have the biggest player in the league. You got probably one of the biggest teams in the league. Yeah, and Ben Simmons, down if he's down there taking a layup, he's 6'10", for God's sakes. He can, yeah. he can get his own board. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that Embiid's down there and that Saric is down there. They have the personnel... To win the game. Yeah. They just, they're getting beat. I don't, I mean, there's no real reason to say it other than Boston has a perfect plan. They're executing the plan and they're hitting shots. Yep. And for me, the Celtics, if they want to win, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You're doing doing everything right. Just keep playing defense. Get your guys involved. Make Ben Simmons beat you. Run him off the three-point line. And there's going to be a storm that comes, and you got to weather the storm. Yeah. It's going to happen. You're going to get smacked in the mouth within the first six minutes of the game. If you can run them off the line can, like, and throughout the game, they're going to have spurts where they hit threes, but if you can run them off the line throughout the game, force Ben Simmons to beat you up, in the pe- to, beat you up to make jump shots. Yeah then that is as good a game plan as you can have. If you do that, then you lose, then it was just their night. But I think you'll win more times than not with that strategy. Mm-hmm. And moving on to our, uh, you know, the the other series there in, uh, in the if East. that's what you want to call it. Down there, uh, LeBronto. Toronto-Cleveland, man. Um, really thought this was the year that Toronto broke the they, – they, they got over the hump, but this. We I gotta talk. I, I just listen. As a Celtics fan, I can't stand LeBron James. I want to see LeBron lose so bad. But you know what? In this series, I want to see LeBron win. I want to see LeBron continue to beat the the Raptors because they just cannot get it right. Mm-hmm. They are choke artists against LeBron. 
LeBron is out here putting a clinic on them. Last night, LeBron's out here. He's still... Is he 33? 33. 33 years old. He had 43 points, 8 rebounds, 14 assists, 1 turnover. Heat check shots. He scored 4 points in the first. You know, just to, well, what's going to happen? Let me just uh, let me just play off a little bit. Ah, never mind. I'm gonna I'm just going to dominate now. Well, the first, he got carried. Uh, Kevin Love went off in the first. He looked exactly, like Minnesota yeah. Kevin Love. Yeah. But this playoff, these playoffs... I, I can't tell you how much respect I have gained for, for LeBron James. The dude is just, he's 33 playing 40. He's averaging 42 minutes a game, putting up 34 points a game, 9 assists, 10 rebounds, 3 turnovers. That's it. 3 turnovers a game, and you you got almost 10 assists and a game. And his player usage is out the roof. 55% field goal percentage. As a as a huge Kobe fan, I fight this argument all the time, but it's it's hard not to bow down. Right now, it's hard not to say he's the best player to ever do it. Cause this is crazy. Those are insane numbers, and, and he's getting that late in your career turnaround yep. fade. I mean, he did it so much last game, so much. I un- don't, I don't know the answer for <laughs> Toronto. I don't, I just don't understand it because you know if you're if you're a rat, if you were in that organization, you knew this was your chance. Everybody, everybody's talked about it. This, you're the better team this year. Player for player, you are the better team. Number one seed. Number one seed. You got the home court advantage like you thought would help. You had to have been prepping for this series all season. You had to have thought about it. You're going to have to go through Cleveland to make the championship. And this is the game plan you come up with. I don't, I don't understand how this is the game plan. You're playing them just like they're every other team. When you play the Cavs, you, there's only two options. You double and triple team LeBron and try to minimize his role in the game or you let him eat and stuff everybody else. Exactly, yeah. You can't you can't let him do both. If he's getting 40 points and 14 assists, everybody else on the team is eating if he's getting 14 assists. Kevin Love had 31 points last night. This, this is supposed to be one of the best defensive teams in basketball. You got your DeMar DeRozan's and... Kyle Lowry's and the, the, the rookie that's guarding LeBron. He's supposed to be a really good defender. Serge Ibaka Disappeared. Is, a, is a bum. What a bum this guy is. And you got one of the best centers in the league in Val. And he puts up 11 shots, goes 8 for 11 last night. If, Clearly your best scoring option against this team and you're not letting him shoot. If, if, I'm a, if I'm a Raptors fan, I'm looking at Dwayne Casey and I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? He, this is the worst plan. And then his answer to it at the end of the game blows my mind. This is not us. Of course. It is you. We <laughs> yeah. watched the game. What are you talking about? This isn't us. There. No, it's you. You don't have a game plan for it this. It was you for 48 minutes. I don't get it. They, you got to do one or the other. You can't allow LeBron to get off and Kevin Love to drop 30 and J.R. Smith to put up 20. There's got to be. Something's got to give. You got to let LeBron eat. If Bron scores sixty, but the rest of the team only scores thirty or forty points, a hundred points don't win many NBA games. They don't. Nope. So I came into this series thinking Toronto was going to win. I thought Toronto was going to win in six. That's really yeah, what I, I was thought. confident. I was very confident with it. And, and but once again, we I'm looking dumb. We forget now. about every other year with Toronto just blowing it. Like Kyle Lowry last night, 18 points in the first half, finishes with 21. 
had three points in the second half. Come on, man. It's, DeMar DeRozan shoots 11 for 23. And he's shooting too many threes. Why are you, why are you buying into their... That is you not know your who you guy. are. It's not your job, bro. You're not good at it. DeMar knows who he is. You are a mid-range jump yeah. shooter. You're a attack-the-basket type of guy. What are you doing? Especially if you're taking those shots and you got a center down there that's 8 for 11, get him the ball. Yeah. Cleveland doesn't have a body big enough to guard Val. Nope. They don't. So I, I, think, I think Cleveland's going to win. I think Cleveland might even win in five. Because I feel like maybe Toronto steals the a game. The one thing the Raptors have going for them is Chuck said, Charles Barkley said that Cleveland was going to win game three. So Oh, yeah. Anything Chuck says it's is the opposite. opposite. But that's the best thing they have going for them. And unless they figure out what they're going to do, either let LeBron eat or triple team his ass. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm also thinking, all right, LeBron's out here, 33 years old, playing 42 minutes a game. That's a problem. That's a problem, okay. It is a problem. So do you think this this is important? LeBron needs the sweep. That's what I think. I think LeBron needs this sweep. He needs the least amount of games possible played in this series so he can rest for the next. Rest for the next, because I think the next series could be easier. I mean, I think could be. If if Boston wins the next, beats Philly, they could give LeBron problems just because the coaching and the wing personnel that they have. They have mm-hmm. some of the best defensive wings in, in the game right now. Yeah. So, and I don't care. He is a cyborg. He's a freak of nature, but. He needs the rest. Averaging 42 minutes a game, right, in the playoffs? I can't even think, I can't think of another player that's doing that. No. Even somebody who's like 25. No. No, it's him. Averaging 42 minutes a game in the playoffs. This is the first season that he played all 82 games. So He just came off a seven-game series. Yeah, his body. It is eventually. You heard it straight from him. This is the first time he was like, man, I'm not even thinking. I just want to go home, and I want to go to sleep. If you don't binge, you break. And right now, I seen him he's get, pushing the line. He had those uh, suction cup things yeah. last night. That some players do for recovery, so he's trying to find anything he can do. He's out there getting IVs in Game Seven. They're working on him in the in the locker room. They're doing open heart surgery to get his heart right, so his heart can beat, so he can pump blood into his body. I hope that I hope that he doesn't get hurt, but I'm just afraid that it pushing that limit that he's pushing, playing as many minutes, and literally carrying that team on his back. I'm afraid that that's going to catch up. And if it catches up in the next series or even in the finals and LeBron does go down, even for a limited time, for a game or two, it's going to be hard to come back, especially against the team that's as well-coached as Boston or that has as many weapons as Philly or that, if God forbid, you make it to the finals and have to play Golden State, that's guaranteed losses without LeBron. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Honestly, I I still I still think the Cavs are going to win it in five, but I just want the Raptors. I want to say the Raptors. You know, if they take Game Three, they got a chance. But yeah, I can't. After watching these first two games, they just look defeated. 
Like, they just look like they don't have anything left. You lost your two home games. You yeah. lost your home court advantage. It's over now. Yesterday in the second half, that, or, yeah, yesterday in the second half, they just looked. Like, they were lead, they were leading going into halftime. And then Cleveland comes out, starts a 5-0 run, or 7-0 run to start the half, takes the lead, and it was like you just, they got punched in the gut. Yeah. They didn't have anything left, no fight. And they played the entire second half like that. They got to figure some things out. Yeah. It, I don't know the answer to it other than change, excuse me, change a strategy. Yeah. Well, pretty good recap there. Yeah, it's yeah, a good recap. It's, of it's, a, it's, it, this has been a good playoffs. Good playoffs. I like the East. The East night. The East series is nice. Uh, I like uh, the old Houston series. Warrior series. That's a snooze. I'm, I'm not watching that. I wish that. No, I don't know that it would make a difference, but I wish that Boogie. Was there for the Pelicans? Yeah, like if he like they made it this far without. Hold on, Portland. Player. Portland, the biggest disappointment I've seen. They come out there and get swept by the Pelicans. I was like, dang, Portland out here, they were hot. Yeah, they, they came hot. into one the playoffs. Of, one hot. of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs, and they got they got trumped. Yep. But all right, guys, we're out here. Um just, uh, Let's do a quick pick before we get out. Picks for the night. We got Golden State, New Orleans, and then Houston and, and Utah. So, well, I'm going Warriors. Warriors. And I'm not watching it. I'll look <laughs> I'll look at the play-by-play. Maybe I'll look at the score tomorrow. Um, Houston, <sighs> man. You know what? I'm going I'm going Jazz because I want that. Taking I want, the Utah. I want Utah. I just want it. I want something interesting over there. I'm going. I want at least. I want a game seven in the West. Come on. Ah, I, I want it, but I just don't think that Houston's going to come out that same way. So I'm going Golden State and Houston. I think it's inevitable they're meeting in the Western Finals. All right, what do you got Saturday? Saturday. Um, I think Philly takes Game Three, and then. Knock on wood, God forbid, but I'm hoping the Raptors take game three. So I'm going to call Raptors and Philly. I'm going opposite. I'm going Boston. I'm going just 3-0, man. Let's just call it, man. Let's just, let's just sit here. Let's just relax. Let's get a nice, energized So we're going to say Boston. Eastern You're saying Conference. Boston, Cleveland here's, in the Eastern Finals. So, here, then is what you're so here's what I'm saying. Like, What happens in the NBA if both, if every te- every series just like wins in at least five? Well, like, I guess they would move the schedule up. Do right? they move the schedule up, or is, do you just is there just no basketball for like another week? I would assume they'd move the schedule up. I don't know. That's never happened. I don't think it could happen. Right now, it looks like it may because I don't. I don't think that Utah has a real chance against Houston. I know they took a game, but that was they oceans eleven them. It was it was a, it was a robbery. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. Let's sit, take this round. Let's just move on. All right, let's just move on. Let's get to these uh, these final <laughs> these conference finals. And Cleveland, can we get, Boston, and can we get, can we get like a like eleven games in the West? Because I want to see the real NBA finals. Yeah, that oh. is the finals. Golden State and Houston's the finals. Regardless, let's just skip all this. Do an eleven game series with Golden State and Houston. Winner take all. All right, Salty Dog Sports NBA Edition. We're out. Just check us out. Uh, we're gonna be posting every Friday. We're gonna have uh, two different podcasts. We got your NBA, NFL. So check out the NFL, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. All right, y'all. Later. Later.